Hello, everyone. Welcome to our community, our mission. This is Lamanda Broyles, the um, blessed executive director at the Topeka Rescue Mission. And we have an amazing guest we're going to be talking to. Um, oh, he's looking all around. I don't think he realizes he's the amazing guest, Miriam. <laughs> Miss Miriam Crable, thank you for being here this morning. Wonderful. Thank you. It's nice to be here. It is. What are you thinking about the weather? We always have to talk about oh, it. Oh, you know, it's really quite beautiful, but I, I'm sort of ready for fall. <laughs> yes. I don't really want it to be in the 80s anymore. Uh-huh. I 70s know. would still be good, but 80s. Mm. And it's pretty weird when it's... Because I don't know what to wear. I know. It's 50s in the morning, but yeah. then by noon, it's shot up to 80. Exactly. So, um, well, you might be wondering where Barry is. He's taking a little time off. And so we will uh, be missing him. I'm sure he's going to be listening to this. So Miriam, remember, we still have to behave ourselves. We do? Yes. because We don't he's, when he's here. I know. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, well, but, and he teased us with pictures like... Yes. Taunted us uh-huh. Not nice. with beautiful pictures. Not so, nice. So we are missing Barry, uh, but we'll be doing some of this where Barry and I are tag teaming our community, our mission, where we highlight um, everybody in the community, just the good work that agencies and churches and organizations are doing, as well as introducing you to um, just amazing volunteers and staff members and donors of the Topeka Rescue Mission. So if you have been following us or you are listening and you like what you hear, please feel free to subscribe. Subscribe uh, to our podcast, our community, our mission. Uh, it helps us too when you rate and when you share. Uh, this podcast really is one that is designed just to bring hope, uh, to bring hope to everyone. Uh, so many people are doing hard work day in and day out um, just to better the lives of others and to really um, serve our community. And that's what we're all about. So again, our community, our mission, uh, subscribe, rate and share. We would love for you to do that. Miriam, diving in, what are some updates that you might have? You know, I don't know if it's my update, but it is definitely a seasonal update. Yes. In that Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. And you know, it is such a Big deal here at TRM. Yes. Really, it is everywhere, Why? right? Why is but it a big deal, Miriam? Because you know what? We get to serve so many people yes. and get to really help them make the season really special yes. for them and their families and all of the volunteers that just want to have a way to really give back in mm-hmm. a meaningful way mm-hmm. um, and come in contact with the folks that we serve yes. all the time. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes maybe we forget what a blessing that mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. that we get to know people really well yes. and, and build relationships. Our volunteers and our donors want that same experience. Absolutely. And Christmas time gives us that experience. Yes. Um, to be able to share that with our donors and mm-hmm. our volunteers. You know, we partner with United Way's Christmas Bureau yes. and adopt hundreds of families, mm-hmm. uh, hundreds and hundreds of families uh-huh. um, to try to help because... The need is great, and Uh we're anticipating that the need this year will be even greater Mm -hmm. um, with food costs going up, with um, gas prices still being high, with all these different challenges that families Mm -hmm. are facing. Mm -hmm. This might be one of the only ways that they will be able to really celebrate Christmas with their families. Mm -hmm. And it isn't just about the gifts or, you know, the food that we give out. It really is about sharing that joy Mm -hmm. that comes with Christmas Mm -hmm. with all of these people. You know, we, we normally serve in, in the past two years, it's been interesting because it was COVID. Everything was interesting. And everything was different. (laughs) Right. And so we served, but even during that time, we served over a thousand people. Mm. And 
prior to COVID, we were serving more like 4,000 people. Mm -hmm. So we think that we're going to be moving back in that direction um, in terms of the need Mm -hmm. uh, and and how we will be able to help the community Feel the joy of Christmas, mm-hmm. and so we need we need folks to to help us with that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's donating brand new gifts yes. of every kind right now, you know, whether it's crock pots or um, you know those kinds of kitchen items, or mm-hmm. whether it's new clothing for um, adults or children, or whether it's toys for or gifts for kids yes. of all ages, including mm-hmm. teenagers, yes. which sometimes can be such a challenge for us to mm-hmm. have gifts because teenagers are a it's little hard. tougher, uh-huh. right? It, it's a little tougher than uh-huh. some of the little kids where it's it's easier um, knowing what they might want. Sure. But there are just, you know, towels, sheets, bedding, pillows, everything mm-hmm. is needed mm-hmm. during this time of year because we really want to try to give people what they need. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, Lamanda, some of the most touching parts mm-hmm. about Christmas is when we see those those lists of, of the gifts. And I, I did air mm-hmm. quotes that none of none our could listeners see. <laughs> could see. But um, w- the gifts that people ask for are things like cleaning supplies or toilet paper, mm-hmm. or just those things that we take for granted mm-hmm. that we need every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're asking for for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so there's something just heart wrenching about that. Yes. And how can we really go above and beyond for them mm-hmm. and give them something that is special and lets them know how much we all care about them, how much we love them, mm-hmm. and most definitely how much Jesus loves them and yes. that this is really the reason that we do all of this mm-hmm. uh, because we receive that really generous gift of Jesus. Yes. And you know, it's it's one of those things, Miriam, you captured that beautifully, you know, talking about how we want to help so much with the material items as well. And, and it's not just about wants. Right. Many people who come our way, um, whether it's, you know, through our partnership with United Way and helping with the Christmas Bureau or people that are coming to our distribution center. So many people, they're asking for needs like survival needs. Um, And so I just think that, you know, we need to take a moment that if there is something that you're thinking, well, should I donate this? Can I please reach out? Because there is no gift that is too small or too big. Um, We need it all. But if people come to us really trying to survive, mm-hmm. we're hoping that they leave us thriving. Right. Um, where they know, hey, we see you, and this isn't about what we're doing for you. Mm-hmm. It's about us understanding that we have the gift of the Lord, like right. you just said, and we want to share that with you as well. And so, Miriam talked about how we can do both of that, um, and you can be a part of that, right? So, if they want to reach out, maybe volunteer or something. We're kind of in transition, Miriam. So can we talk a little bit about why we're in transition? And then if people want to help volunteer at Christmas, what should they do? You know, it's really hard to kind of talk about this, considering that the sun is shining and this is a very dark time. Yes, dark time. (laughs) We're all in mourning. And, and, And but in all truthfulness, you know, I am so happy for Kaylee, right? Kaylee mm-hmm. Campbell, our uh, volunteer uh, coordinator and the person that has been so supportive of not just volunteers, but staff and every department and making sure um, she's just a morale builder, Yes, you know, but she definitely was the volunteer coordinator. She has just received this incredible opportunity mm-hmm. um, to work at the bridge, yes. um, mentoring kids, mm-hmm. um, which is something that is such a passion for her. Yeah, But we are just really kind of sad. Uh-huh. We're <laughs> happy for is, them. Yeah. Sad for us. Happy for Kaylee. 
but still oh. a little bit in mourning. <laughs> yes. Uh, but her last day is actually to, is actually tomorrow. Yes. And so uh, we'll be celebrating all of the wonderful things she's accomplished here mm-hmm. and her five years here at TRM, mm-hmm. but are definitely looking for that next person that will come in and do that and coordinate sure. this. Mm-hmm. But up until that time that the right person, God brings the right person yes. our way, we will still be doing all of the things. And I say we, because mm-hmm. it won't just be one person yes. to do one person's job. It takes a village, uh, but we'll still be answering all the volunteer questions. Um, you know, they can send an email to volunteer at trmonline.org, yes. volunteer at trmonline.org, and we'll make sure we get back with them. Somebody will be manning the phone. So we'll keep it covered mm-hmm. until that person comes on board with us. Yes. Um, but we are very sad to be losing her. Yes. But, you know, this isn't the only staffing need we have. It's not. No. It's not. Um, we have several. Yes. So Miriam and I are going to touch on that. Um, right before we do, though, Miriam, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, no. I know. I try to behave myself because no, I doesn't. hate when Barry does this, you but know, now I'm going to do it. She says that, and then I see the glint in her I eye. know. I know. When I say, oh, you're so good at that. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> Miriam, why does Kaylee mean so much to you? Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I see, know. That's, just, that's I know. just mean and terrible. I know. You know, Kaylee means so much to me because of her heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. She is kind and gentle and sweet and she loves Jesus. Yes. And everything she does reflects that mm-hmm. on top of the fact that she's had mad skills yes. and has just really been able to do an amazing job. Yes. You know, she stepped in at a time when the person that was in that position, mm-hmm. Kim Turley, yes. was on maternity leave yes. and all those other things. So Kim did such a great job of kind mm-hmm. of setting Kaylee up, but then Kaylee was kind of on her own. Yes. Um, and just really embraced that whole right thing, mm-hmm. um, whether it was the part about really being supportive of staff or really being supportive of volunteers. She mm-hmm. just embraced it. Mm-hmm. But it it's just her heart. Yeah. It's just she is just... A really mm-hmm. sweet, sweet person. So I'm going to stop there. I know. I can tell because we don't have tissues on the table. No, I know. Um, yes. I've, I've talked to so. Josh about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I would just say ditto about Kaylee Bravo, too. Josh. Bravo, And even when Kaylee was helping out while Kim was on maternity leave, you know, one of, of Kaylee's hearts was she didn't want to bother Kim. I know. Because she respected and wanted Kim to be able to have just that mom time. And so it it doesn't matter what she's doing. Kaylee really does just have a servant's heart and she is fun with things. She laughs at it. And and even some of the challenges, she's like, I'm not sure about this, but the Lord's going to take care of it. Exactly. So, yes. So um, today is Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Kaylee's last day. Uh, But we do wish her the best. And if you're listening to this, please be in prayer uh, because we, you know, I'm, I'm sure we there's a lot of people we could pull from, um, but we really want to make sure that it's the right person, um, someone that can build upon what Kim has done, what Kaylee has done, and continue to make it um, even more relational with our volunteers. And um, just know that you can continue to reach out. We've got people uh, positioned on staff that's going to be helping with those needs until we have um, our new volunteer coordinator. Yeah. Uh, so some more kind of sad news. Dun, dun, dun. Staffing needs. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about what you have, and I'll talk about my side. We know the work we do here, honestly, is hard work. Um, the folks that we're serving are broken. Mm-hmm. You know, they have many challenges, and it's hard work. And yet there is probably no more, well, and that might be a little bit strong, but there's probably no more 
there's not any other place that I think that can be this fulfilling with being able to serve people and really make a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, we have positions open in the maintenance and facilities department. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to have some other open positions um, in within the supportive services area. We have the volunteer position open. We have shelter positions open. You know, we have street reach positions open. We have all these positions that really are so necessary to be able to help us do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's kind of wonderful. And, you know, one of the people that just came on board with us had us ask our staff, mm-hmm. and I won't say his name because you'll we have won't. to say his name soon, uh-huh. yes. um, really asked us to, um, all staff to say, why? why, why do you work here at TRM? You know? And so we got some of the most beautiful responses. Like yes. one, one staff person said, TRM gives me a chance to provide hope and self-confidence to those who want a better quality of life and to actually see lives transformed and individuals obtaining um, employment, wow. sustaining employment mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or we had some, mm. uh, one of our other staff say this, I show up to work every day knowing I'm loved and that I matter to those who I work with. Mm, Also, mm. the reward of helping the people that God has placed in front of me. We are given an opportunity multiple times a day to offer loving kindness that people need. Mm. Mm -hmm. When you hear those kinds of things, Mm -hmm. and on top of that, we really are fun. We're a fun place to work too because... It's or we think well, we're fun. Well, we are. I mean, we laugh. And we're all the time. we're pretty confident. Yeah, we're the yeah. Cool we kids. laugh. We laugh a lot, and, and often at ourselves because often of our ourselves. silliness. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just it's a really amazing place to work, mm-hmm. and um, I would just encourage anybody to come. Mm-hmm. So, Miriam, what would be yours? Why do you work here? Well, okay, Miss Lamanda. <laughs> I'm in trouble after this. You really are. I'm making a run there's, for it. There's in the, no more the, coffee yes, pods for you. You're going to be on restriction for at least oh, a week. Man. So I work here because coming to TRM to work absolutely transformed my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, having been in the social services sector, whether it was as a nurse or whether it was working with United Way, I thought that there was a lot of things that I knew mm-hmm. about the community mm-hmm. and what people needed. And then I came to TRM and had the opportunity to really experience Mm -hmm. um, folks that are um, broken Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so much in need. Mm -hmm. And it was incredibly humbling. Mm -hmm. The folks we serve, Lamanda, are so um, vulnerable with Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is (laughs) humbling. Beyond measure. Mm-hmm. That people will trust us coming from other areas where you sort of have to be strong all the time and mm-hmm. not necessarily expose all your warts and mm-hmm. bruises and wounds. Mm-hmm. And then coming here and having people just be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so incredibly mm-hmm. um, open and mm-hmm. honest with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that we get to be a part of bringing some healing. That can sound so cliche, but let's talk about really what that looks like. Let's say that someone has been, um, has distrust in, in, in people because they've been hurt. Um, maybe people haven't followed through with helping them, like they said, or maybe someone um, 
physically, sexually assaulted them. Maybe they have a history of um, being abused, those kinds of things. Um, It's not always easy to just say, oh, yeah, now there's these people from the rescue mission that say they want to help me. Um, But if we say, hey, we're going to come check on you on Tuesday, we're checking on you on Tuesday. Um, And so that's one of the things that I, too, love, Miriam, exactly what you said, and I could not have said it better. And being able to really be something for someone um, that changes the trajectory of just their outlook and their concerns, their worries um, moving forward. But also for the first time, so many of our people really have been able to go through life so alone, whether regardless of what the reason is. And for the first time we say, hey, we want to be your village. And we're really as best as we can talking the talk and walking the walk with people. Absolutely. And the other thing I would add in, in terms of why I'm here is I think I have probably learned more than I have given. Yes. But I get to see God show up every single day. Every day. Every day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's not always the norm at every job you have Mm -hmm. to be able to witness what the Lord is doing. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about religion. It's about relationship. And we get to truly see um, just the Trinity at work, whether it's the Holy Spirit inside of us or being able to take scripture about how Jesus was when he walked this earth and us doing our best to do that. And just the holiness of the Lord and and the commandments that we've been given. Um, So much of it sounds so deep, but it really is practical. And it is loving the one in front of you. Exactly. <laughs> and choosing to relove them and relove them and relove them yeah. just like we want that done for us. Um so, we have lots of opportunities here um whether it's volunteering, whether it is um staff members. So if you are out there and you just feel like your heart is being tugged, you know, if you have been processing, man, I I I'm really feeling like the Lord is revealing to me that my life is supposed to have more purpose. Um, Maybe you have um, questioned who the Lord really is. Maybe you have been hurt by a church or an individual, and you're just not sure what you think about the Lord. TRM is a beautiful place, and it's a beautiful place where um, there's so much that doesn't matter, but what does matter is that we believe in Christ um, and that that is our foundation. Yeah. Um, one position that we no longer have to fill. Thank goodness. Thank goodness is um, a position that we had. And then Miriam and I, you know, sometimes people don't want to be around us because we have really crazy ideas. <laughs> um, but we kind of had a position and then we kind of said, mm, but maybe there needs to be changes to this. And we prayed about it and we had just a crazy of a person yes, who might have been willing and understood what we were saying and what we weren't saying because we didn't know. (laughs) Exactly. You know, when you're in an interview going, well, I think this is sort of what you're going to be doing. Uh And it, and it might change. And this is what we feel like God's revealed to us now, but we're still trying to look at what the future looks like. So it could be different. It could be different. Um, And we had the perfect person for that. And that perfect person was Scott May. So today, our special guest um, is someone who uh, is working a lot with Miriam. Uh, That is her direct line. And it is someone who is very dear to my heart. Uh, I hope this isn't being recorded because I don't want him to have 
that I'm saying sweet stuff about him and it's recorded. Um, but it's someone that's dear to my heart, too. I've known him for several years, but his name is Scott. And he um, what is exactly your title? I am the Director of Strategic <laughs> Development and Marketing. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So to you, you, you've been here maybe 45 days, kind of six weeks. Um, what does that title mean to you, Scott? Well, okay, you know when you get a job description and it lays out all of the things you'll be doing? Yeah. And then right at the end, it'll uh-huh. say, and other duties as assigned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is my job, <laughs> other duties as assigned. Uh, did we put that on yours? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. all it said. Well, that's all it said, <laughs> <Yeah>. got it. <laughs> Um, okay, so Miriam, talk just real quick about why did you feel like we needed this position? So there is, uh, you know, we are absolutely, and seems like we have been for a few years, uh, but we are kind of in this season of change where mm-hmm. we really need to look at some of the ways that we do things, some of the the processes and platforms we have in place, and really taking that to a new level. The other thing that we had heard about in 2019 even, was that we really needed to make sure that we were communicating well with all different kinds of of markets, right? So whether it was the business community or individual donors or our volunteers, or frankly, just the general public on what TRM was doing, we Mm -hmm. needed to do better. Yes. We needed to be more comprehensive. and we needed somebody that could just be there thinking with us strategically about mm-hmm. how do we do all those things. So yes. how do we change databases? How do we also change our marketing strategies? How do we make sure we're incorporating everything on social media? How do mm-hmm. we, you know, just very diverse. Oh, and by the way, how do we really make sure we're engaging and communicating well with staff? Mm-hmm. Every piece of this mm-hmm. um, really was something that needed a very intentional focus. Yes. And Scott May was that person, mm-hmm. right? He came to us with such a diverse background, uh, but with a heart for the Lord and a willingness not to be, not to, and and, and he had no fear of us Uh saying, yeah, and we're not really exactly sure what you're going to (laughs) do. Or we know your fear was dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) We know he's going to do this, but, and Scott just has a very willing heart and there is something just precious about that willing heart and yes. a positive attitude and a big smile every day and a sure Miriam yeah <laughs> we yeah we sure <laughs> and the sense of humor absolutely yes absolutely so Scott talk to us a little bit about just your professional background um because I would butcher it. I feel like I know a lot about it, but I could not do it justice like you can. So talk to us just a little bit about professionally. What have you what have you done in the past? Um, what are some of your skill sets? Those kinds of things. Sure. Um, well, the majority of my background is in television, um, television production, commercial production, things like that. Um, but I've, I've worked through uh, a lot of different positions within mm-hmm. television. I've worked in engineering. I was a news photographer, um, you know, and then eventually wound up in commercial production. Um, love commercial production. It's a, it's a, uh, an art form that is easily overlooked. You know, you have to tell a compelling story in mm-hmm. 30 seconds, yes. you know, so, uh-huh. um, it's just about, uh, it's marketing. It's how to best, you know, bring whatever you're selling to market and do it efficiently, effectively, um, and, you know, do the best for your clients. So, um, like I said, that's, that's where I spend the most of my time doing it. Uh, I have, I've worked in ministry before at a church and, uh, love that as well. You know, I got to kind of diversify there and do video production, uh, longer form stuff, uh, commercial, uh, uh, website design, uh, you know, uh, graphic design, set design and construction stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, really enjoyed that, but really, uh, that was my first kind of foray into 
ministry work. And that was, was both amazing and, um, you know, uh, there was some, uh, you know, rude awakenings there, you know, because, you know, if you've never worked in a ministry before, I mean, you know, it's, it's run by people. Yeah, it is. And and people aren't perfect. (laughs) And, you know, so you, you kind of, uh, you learn to to work with that. So there's, you know, there's some, I don't know if you call them negatives, but there's some things to be uh, aware of there. But the, the opposite side of that is that you get to go to work every day and, and, you know, talk about God. And I know. You can pray at work and have yes. you know uh, devotions and things like that. That are that you know you're at work, but you get to 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 talk about God. And I think yeah. that that uh, is amazing. And one of the things that I'm really enjoying, you know, here, yes. um, my my previous job, I I, I really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something mm-hmm. I saw myself staying in for a long time. Um, but you know, we got laid off. Our entire department got. Uh, Got laid off, and uh, you know, I, I really didn't know what I was going to do, mm-hmm. where I was going to go, and uh, you know, I, I applied lots of places. I mean, I applied at ILM, I applied at Netflix, I applied mm-hmm. at Microsoft. There was, you know, I, I was looking very wide mm-hmm. for things, and God made it extraordinarily, painfully clear. Mm-hmm. No, that's those. That's not for you. Mm-hmm. You need to go to TRM, mm-hmm. and uh, it took a minute to. Mm-hmm. To realize that. So talk yeah. about how you felt. I'm going to jab a little bit just because I know you. Sure. I probably wouldn't do this with everyone. <laughs> He's like, great. Where's the exit? Exactly. Um, but talk to me about how it felt. Here you are with this, this stellar skill set, amazing management skills. You are a fabulous employee. You have an impeccable work history, work ethic, all of that. Um, being laid off. I mean, that could happen to any of us, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes we automatically put stigmas on other people that are laid off or whatever. Mm-hmm. So talk to me, when I look at you, dress nice, um, professional background, all of that. What did that make you feel like, though, that you knew, oh, my goodness, I'm the provider for my family and I am going to be laid off? What did that feel like? It's terrifying, uh-huh. for sure. Um, I think I think everybody to a certain extent, but I think men, we a lot of the time tie our, yes. uh, you know, our, our, our identity mm-hmm. with our careers, yes. mm-hmm. um, good or bad. I yeah. mean, you know, um, and I think that when unexpected things like being laid off, um, or, you know, or losing a job for any, any way, uh, it, it can be, um, it can be terrifying. It can be, um, you know, uh, it can really be a punch in the gut. I mean, you can really, uh, your self-esteem, your, your, your self-worth, uh, can really be diminished, you know, in that in that situation. And so, I took some time. You know, I, it was it was a couple of months that that I didn't know where what was going to happen. Where was I going to go? What was I going to do? Um, and but just took that time to um, to focus and mm-hmm. to um, listen mm-hmm. and discern what God had for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is really the reason why I've ended up where I've ended up mm-hmm. because I was at least open to, um, to doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think even when you and I had initially started talking mm-hmm. about the possibility of working yes. tier, for TRM, it was a di- in a different role, a uh-huh. different position. Yes. Um, and it was a complete departure uh-huh. from what my standard, you know, skill set yes. was. Um, what was interesting to me is, is when I decided, when I said yes, mm-hmm. when I said yes to God mm-hmm. and yes to you mm-hmm. to, to be willing to do that. Yes. He moved uh-huh. and made a position 
for me, mm-hmm. you know, right. that, that was um, more in, in line with, with my skill set, with my career goals and objectives. Right. And uh, it just, everything literally fell into place. Mm-hmm. And we had no clue. Mm. Because, you know, it's just so neat because sometimes all God is asking of us is to trust and obey. And it goes back to that song that many of us learned as kids, you know, and and sometimes we forget that as an adult, but that's really what it was. And so um, I know Scott because of his phenomenal, close to perfect, I think she's perfect. Oh, absolutely perfect. Um, <laughs> wonderful, never does anything wrong wife, Katie. Completely agree. Um, Love you, Katie. Yes. If any, <laughs> if anything is ever a trouble in the May household, it's probably Scott, not yep. Katie. Yep. Um, absolutely. And so, but Katie was um, just my dear assistant principal when I first started out as being a principal. And um, I will try not to cry because Mary Marty did that earlier I on this know. podcast. Yeah. So I'm going to try to be a big girl. Uh, but Josh, Katie, Josh had our back on this. I know he's got us prepared with the tissues. Um, Katie is one of the sweetest, most accepting servant's heart that I have ever met. Um, and I just have said multiple times, if the only reason why I moved to Topeka 10 years ago was to meet Katie May, it was worth it. Now God has revealed that that was, you know, there's more to Topeka than Katie May. I just didn't know that at a time. Um, but Katie is just so sweet. And so, um, that is how I know. And so when I knew on a friend level, um, that, you were going to be laid off, you know, instantly I was like, well, here's all the positions that we have, you know, if you're interested, no obligation, but if you feel like that's what God's telling you, let's do that. So Scott actually came in and um, interviewed, met with the street reach team um, and felt right, but didn't feel right. Um, and the team loved him and, and all of those kinds of things. And so I know that Katie and Scott were praying separately. I know Jenny was praying about it myself saying, Lord, we really feel like you're calling Scott here, but this doesn't feel right. What do we do? What we didn't know is that this position was going to be opening up that we already had. Uh, but that then we would have time to, to kind of make revisions because the other part that had been on my heart, Miriam's heart is our communications team. When we say that, it sounds like we have like 10 people (laughs) and we don't the loads that Josh and Lizzie sometimes with Kim from the media side, Kaylee from the volunteer side, the load that they carry, and particularly Josh, um, it is astronomical when you're looking at an organization and ministry this big. Um, and so it was the perfect time to be able to add to help some of our communications members who are doing everything from business cards to social media, um, juggling it all. Um, and God worked that out. So you said that God made it really clear to you, um, and that you were supposed to say yes. How did he make it clear to you? Uh, you know, there's a saying that, you know, sometimes he, he closes doors and Uh opens others. Um, you know, they, they were slammed. Yes. You know, uh, a lot of the mm-hmm. ways. Um, I in many parts of my life uh, that I've I've looked for God's, uh, you know, His calling. Um, it, it's it's never subtle. Mm-hmm. I, I always joke. Some people will say, you know, God touched my heart or uh-huh. gently guided me. Uh-huh. Um, this was foot to behind. Uh-huh. This yeah. is you're doing it. Don't <laughs> question and screaming. me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, maybe I'm a little hard headed. Uh-huh. That's how God has to. Uh, uh, work in my mm-hmm. life, but sure. it's effective. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he makes it, like I say, sometimes painfully mm-hmm. clear. Yes. And, you know, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, when I looked at, you know, where I would be, what I'd be doing, um, you know, it, it was a substantial cut yes. in, in, you know, mm-hmm. in pay. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I, if that was the only reason I had to say no, I didn't feel it was a good enough reason to say no. Mm, why? Mm. Because, it, I mean, money's important. Uh-huh. You know, I got to pay the bills. Yes. But there is more to life and there's more to me mm-hmm. than money. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just think that it opened up opportunities for um, growth mm-hmm. in me um, and opportunities for me to be able to lend my abilities Mm -hmm. to an organization to Mm -hmm. help with growth. Mm -hmm. And you have some pretty important people watching that growth. (laughs) Uh, So it's not just you and Katie, right? That's right. Talk to us a little bit about um, those little people in your life that Mm -hmm. are watching you, that you're an example. um, And you are that's one of the things that I love about you, Scott. You are so real. You're not fake with your kids, which I'm sure you're going to talk about in a minute. Um, they know when things are a struggle. They know, but you also guide them to where God tells us to serve others. Um, God tells us to help our friends, to help strangers. Like you and Katie really do that. So talk about those little people in your life that are watching you right now. <laughs> yes, uh, there they are uh, many. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we have four kids. Yes. Um, we They are all adopted. Uh-huh. They're a sibling set. Uh-huh. Um, they came to us when they were two, three, four, and five. Say that again. Two, three, uh-huh. four, and five. Uh-huh. Uh, Did you set out on having four kids? No, 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 no. We started with one. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, arrogantly, maybe we said, uh-huh. if we can do one, we can do two. Uh-huh. You know, if we can do two, we can do three. Uh-huh. You know, and it just kind of escalated uh-huh. from there. Uh, uh, you know, much longer story we can get into yes. some other time. But uh, yeah, um, you know, it was it was zero kids to four overnight. Uh-huh. Um, and, literally. Uh, literally. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and that's been a that's been a long uh, process. We we fostered them to mm-hmm. begin with, and then we were able to uh, adopt them in November nineteenth, twenty sixteen, uh, National Adoption Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, today they that's are cool. uh, what are they? Uh, Eleven, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. Mm-hmm. So uh, two Prime two teenagers years. and two more coming in the next uh-huh. two years. So yes. uh, yeah, four teenagers at once. We're uh-huh. uh, we're in the thick of it right now. Yeah. You know, the uh, uh, we always joked that that we couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh-huh. Um, right now, we, we do see a light. You uh-huh. know, we still, we can't reach it. It's uh-huh. there. It might be a train coming towards Correct. us. We're not yeah. sure yet, uh-huh. but yeah. there is a light And there. that train may wreck, too. Right. I mean, you're just right. not sure. <laughs> exactly. So you're really just... I don't know if you can see it, right? Because you're in the middle of all of those changes. But just as a friend who loves you and loves Katie and and is just blessed to be able to kind of to see that and to be a part of your life, um, the Lord gives much to those that he entrusts much to. And he has entrusted you with precious children. He has entrusted you now with ministry, with a beautiful wife, um, but that also means that that's a heavy load, mm-hmm. um, lots of responsibilities, and it's not a walk in the park. Um, so talk a little bit about just the season of roughness, because I really feel heavy in my heart that someone's listening to this and really is like, man, sometimes life is just hard. I, you know, I want them to talk about that. I want, do they understand that? That's what I'm experiencing. So you've also got a lot of challenges, too, that you're juggling. For talk sure. about that and talk about how you feel like you're juggling them. Um, well, sometimes I don't feel like I do it well. You oh, know, okay. um, mm-hmm. it is, it is a lot of pressure. Yeah. It is a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, 
children that come from hard places yes. have uh, their own challenges. Yes. You know, when where there's trauma, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it rears its ugly head, yes. you know, in behaviors and mm-hmm. and um just the way that the children decide mm-hmm. to deal with situations, mm-hmm. you know. Um and so we are constantly mm-hmm. dealing with trauma-based mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. with our children. Um, you know, and that can uh, lead to secondary trauma, yes. you know, within us. Uh, and so it's mm-hmm. important to, for us to be able to speak to someone and yeah. um, to deal with the situations, you know, yes. when you, you talk about family struggles and, and, you know, just uh, work struggles mm-hmm. and things like that. I mean, they're not unique to me. Everybody has those. Right. Uh, but I think it's important for people to, um, to recognize mm-hmm. where those behaviors and those traumas come from, mm-hmm. um, to acknowledge them, to deal with them, mm-hmm. um, and to seek guidance and help outside mm-hmm. people that, you know, are, are maybe more experienced than you and, mm-hmm. and can give you that insight and give you the, the skills that you need to, to be better prepared in yeah. those situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the challenges. What do you feel like are some of the blessings of um, what all you're juggling right now, being a husband, being a dad, um, a dad with kids that have been in hard places, new job, ministry. What are what are some things that you are just kind of in awe of right now? Uh, it's many. There there are a lot of of positives uh, that I get to enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the those perks of the job, the intangible kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. know, um, here I get to see the work that we do directly affect individuals, mm-hmm. people, yeah. you know, um, ministry work I've done before has been like on the whole, you know, sure. you're seeing a congregation mm-hmm. uh, that, that's benefiting from something and that's amazing too. Right. But here it's different. It's, mm-hmm. it's individual, um, healing, individual yes. growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and sometimes it's, sometimes it's not healing. Sometimes it's not growth. It's helping them in a extremely basic situation today Yes. to get them to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that is, is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know that, so that's at work at home. It's, it's just seeing, um, improvements and little steps, baby steps that teenagers are making, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, adopting them in the way we did, we, we lose out on a lot of the, the regular first, you Mm -hmm. know, the, the first steps, uh, the first words, Mm -hmm. things like that. But we got our our own firsts with them. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I got to be careful with this because this will make me cry. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, the first Welcome time that they TRM. say, right, <laughs> the, f- the first time they say, I love you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the first time they call you mom or dad mm-hmm. mm. and, and things like the first time they went swimming, you mm-hmm. know, our oldest was five and had never mm-hmm. gone swimming in his life. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. And so just getting to experience that with them, you know, yeah. taking them to Colorado on a, on a road trip and yeah. getting to see the yes. mountains, uh-huh. you know. Thinking, mm-hmm. thinking hills in Kansas are mountains and then getting to go actually see them for the first time yeah. and just this, them being in awe, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and then being able to tie that back to God and show them, you know, hey, this is God, yeah. you know, and you see the mountains and a, and a sunset there. I'm like, yeah. that is God speaking uh-huh. to you yes. right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that's been exciting and fun mm-hmm. with, with the kids to be able to, to show that's them experiences. So cool. Yeah. So you've been here almost two months mm-hmm. in two sentences. <laughs> What's the best thing about working at TRM? 
Well, Lamanda Broyles is just the and, best. But, <laughs> <laughs> well He's done. been preparing well for that done. one. <laughs> no, honestly, the people. I mean, the you know, I've worked great places. I've worked yes. with great people, but the the level of of people at TRM is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, just from from kindness, from yeah. you know, performance, mm-hmm. from you know, people that know what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know how to help people. They want to do it. Yes. You know, they're in it for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, well, and you, you, Miriam, you, you hit on it. The, the, we, we talked to employees about why do you work here and just the affirmation from hearing those. I'm like, Oh, yep. That, mm-hmm. that, yep. I agree with that. Yep. I mean, so, you know, it, it's it's an amazing experience to be able to work with people who share the same beliefs as you, the same yeah. same interests as yeah. you. Um, it's been it's been an amazing experience. Yes. Well, Scott, thank you for being you. Um, all that you do, all that you juggle, um, you are truly a godsend. And when we say that, we we mean that from the timing to your skill sets to your heart to your humor um, to how you are loving your communications team. I mean. All of it. You you are truly a godsend. Um, Miriam, as always, thank you for sharing your heart. And Absolutely. I'll take you to lunch or something after yeah, this I since I made will. you cry not <laughs> once but twice. Um, but in all reality, thank you all for listening to our community, our mission. You have heard from our um, new staff member, Scott May. Uh, you heard him say it when he talks about we are doing today to help people's tomorrows. And so that's what we get to do in our community. That's what we get to do here at TRM. And if you want to be a part of that, reach out visit our website at trmonline.org trmonline.org you can also donate with the give now button Uh, don't forget to subscribe and rate and share this podcast our community our mission have a blessed day